Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 152 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about this past weekend's college football activity. Went a little bit better for my Bulldogs than it did for her Aggies, I'm afraid. We're going to talk about our upcoming trip to Amarillo, my first ever trip to Amarillo. We're going to talk about the resurgence of leopard print, which is all over the place right now. I think leopard print clearly hired a publicist and we're also going to talk about how our eyes don't like to wake up in the mornings before we get to all of that though i just want to remind you that if you would like to hear some bonus content every single month from us a couple of extra episodes you can do that by subscribing on patreon all you do is go to patreon.com bigboo And once you get all signed up, you will hear a Closer Look episode every month where we dig into something that we're really super interested in. This month's Closer Look episode is about college football. And then we also do a Q&A every month. That will be out in about 10 days. So, patreon.com slash bigboo. We are so grateful for those of you who have joined us there. And we would love for even more of you to come on over. It's been a good time. Alrighty, y'all, here we go with episode 152. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We are in officially week two of college football. Well, this is week three, I guess, actually. Yeah. We've completed yeah. week two. And yeah. um, it, it is, in fact, the most wonderful time of the year, for sure. That, but, that is the truth. But... But it also comes, it also brings its share of letdown, heartache... <laughs> disappointment and despondency (laughs) it it does now I will say that because because today I've had a couple of days to reflect if you had talked to me Saturday say 5 30 ish I'm just gonna say I wasn't really my best self you know like right I really, really wasn't my best self now I need to in full disclosure tell y'all how I watched the game so that's Mabel shaking next mm-hmm. to me. If you just heard that, mm-hmm. um, so so Caroline had a soccer game at one. They play forty five minute halves now. I don't know who uh. decided that an extra five minutes on the half was a good idea, especially when it's approximately one hundred and seventy eight degrees can outside. I, can I pause for a second right here? Yes, please. Yes. How in the world do they do that? How in the world do they run essentially sprints for? For 90 minutes in what is surely 115 degree heat on the field. I know. I know. You know, Caroline, okay, so her her new team that she's playing for this year, they have these tracer things that they wear in their, um, it's like a sleeve that they wear. And so it's cool because it, it, 
it videos everything. So like we get highlight clips of everything she's done on the field. Right. Like it's, I don't know how they do it. It's like the Jetsons, but we get like an upload right after the game that shows like, here's every time she touched the ball and it tells you how many miles she ran and what speed she ran and all that stuff. I'm going to tell you that Saturday she ran a little under three miles Mm-mm. and um, like, I can't even tell you how hot it was. Like I was sitting there like, in the shade on the sidelines feeling like I wanted to die from the heat. Yes. So like, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I'm just youth, I guess yeah. is how they do it. Golly. I don't know. Okay. So anyway, so college football. So anyway, college football. So by the time we got home, it was almost three fifteen, three thirty, And so I was, I was having this debate with myself. I had stayed off social media and I wasn't looking at my text. And so I was like, do I start the game from the beginning and fast forward and catch up? Or do I start it live? So Perry said, let me turn it on. I'll look at it because he's not nearly as emotionally invested as I am. Sure. So he said, he said, is there any scenario in which you would just start watching it from where it is? And I said, well, if the score is 0-0 and it's before the first half, I'll, which I knew it would be, I said, I'll start watching it. He said, okay, it's 0-0. The second quarter just started. So I started that game late, but with a, but with a, an abundance of optimism sure. that it was 0-0 zero, zero mm-hmm. going into the second quarter. You had some hope. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I had some hopes. I had some dreams. Mm-hmm. I felt I was feeling good. I thought this is amazing. I'm going to see it just in time. And then I watched the first offensive series for me to watch that day. And I thought, huh, this seems a little off. <laughs> like we just don't seem to be clicking mm. at all. And that was really basically the story of the day. Yeah. Here's what I, here's what I will say. Yes. In hindsight. Okay. In, in hindsight, we lost that game. I mean, they beat Alabama 44 to 16 right. in the national championship game. So I'm going to say the fact we're apparently the only team that has held Clemson to less than, I don't know, 28 points or something like that in, in, in all the games they've played. So I'm, so I'm going to take it. I'm going to call it a defensive victory right. for us. Right. Um, I'm going to say our offense, which was what I was worried about, is going to, it needs a little bit of tweaking, needs a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, things just weren't sinking. So, um, but it's, it's fine. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm over it. it. It was the number one team in the country. You can't, you can't really get upset if your team loses to the number one team in the country. I mean, right. Right. You know, it's it's not it's not like say you're Tennessee and you lose to BYU mm. in the last in the last thirty seconds, last seconds of the game. Oh. Second of the game. That was hard. that was hard. That was that was rough. That was that was really really bad. I I will say I I thought when I watched y'all's game, this is not going to help Melanie's confidence in the quarterback situation. No, this is it did not. this is not going to really where I have I feel like I have maybe even tried tried at times harder than you have to be pro this quarterback situation okay. because I want it to work mm-hmm. for y'all. I think that I think that you have been more realistic through and through, as yes. tends to be our dynamic. Um, yes, <laughs> you have yep. been more realistic, and um, and as I as I often have to say to, to David Hudson, I think you may have been right about that. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and here's the thing. I, if there's ever anything that I don't want to be right about, it was this, like I was really hoping, but you know that I, it gave me pause when at SEC mm-hmm. media days that Kellen Mond declared himself to be the best quarterback in the SEC. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. I, n- number one, that's, that's a bold statement. That's, it really that's is. A, We've, mm-hmm. 
that's a bold statement. Here's the other thing. You're never going to see a Saban coached quarterback declaring himself to be the best quarterback in the SEC. Not if he wants to actually be the quarterback of that team. That's exactly right. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. And I feel like there becomes a thing. And, and Caroline was really glad to get one of my sports lectures about how if you really are the best, <laughs> you don't have to declare yourself to be the best. Come on, Mike Brady. You, uh-huh. And Come you need to let it. your actions on the field yes. speak for you and yes. not yes. your mouth. Yes. And if other people want to declare you the best, that is fine. But you smile and just go with it. Like there needs to be a certain level of humility because I think if you walk in that humility, then you don't have to backtrack right. when you look like a deer in the headlights when you're playing the number one team in the nation. Right. Well, there are no clips really for them to replay of you saying yes. those things. So that's yes. that's always a positive. Now, Mississippi State had a had a had a fine game. This past this past weekend against Southern Miss, although our quarterback got hurt, and it looked like our best running back had gotten hurt, although mm. but he came back in the game, and I think our quarterback is fine. I don't know if he'll play this this week or not. But okay. the the real highlight of the weekend for me was the oh. LSU Texas game. Listen, and, and I've got two words for you, Joe Burrow. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you this. If he continues this, number one, I predict that they could not only win the SEC West, I think they could win the national championship. I and, agree. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to say decisively that Texas is not, in fact, DBU um, based on the offensive performance of that game. But I will say that Joe Burrow, I mean, what a, what a performance. I mean, just absolutely ice in his veins and did Seriously. what he had to do. I mean, he was so it was calm. Amazing. Yeah, and I said it on Twitter, and I'll say it again. I, I I've never seen anything like it because it's it's not anything that I've I've ever seen. But uh-huh. this LSU team is disciplined. Yep, they are not jumping off sides. They nope. are not like they are. They're not racking up tons and tons of penalties. They are disciplined. Yeah, and it's a sight to behold. I mean it it was it was something else. That was such a good college football game it was such a good college football game it was and I and here's what I'm going to say and you know it pains me to say this but I'm Mm going to say it because I'm going to be I'm not always fair in my football commentary but in this case you know that it pains me to say this Texas performed much better than what I was expecting them to perform Listen, that's what I'm going to say that was more of a game than I was expecting it to be and so I will hand it to my Longhorn sisterin and brethren yes. who may be listening and say I, they actually look like a better football team than I was expecting them to look. Yes, I also give them great credit for the environment they had in that stadium. Yes, like there was a great environment in that stadium, and and I know that the LSU fans seemed to be somewhere they were somewhere up on the bottom half of the heavens. Yes, um, yes. where their seats were. But I thought I just thought it was such a it was such a good game it just it, it was everything that's that's wonderful and enjoyable about college football and so I, it was such a highlight and I so enjoyed it because so often those marquee games at the beginning of the season can be real want was yeah you know yeah, like yeah you just don't know how evenly matched they're going to be even if it looks like well they're you know one of these teams is ranked six and one's ranked eight yep um you just don't know, no. but it was, it was a really great It was game. good. And if nothing so. else, it gave us a permanent gift of Matthew McConaughey dropping an F-bomb. <laughs> and so for that, 
I'll be forever. Oh, grateful. and that little kid. Oh, that poor kid. God. Who fell apart at the end. Yeah. Oh, bless no. him. No. And that's where, that's where to me, if that's my kid as a parent, you're going to say, hey, you need to pull it together because you're about to be an internet meme. <laughs> like you need to. Well, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Karen Howell, yeah. where are you, Karen? That's right. I mean, you know. Get cracking. Yeah. Get some work today. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one. I was like, that one, people will be pulling that one out for a long time. So. Bless his heart. I know. It's hard to, it's hard to think you're going to lose when you think you're going to win. I know. When you expect it to win. Listen, tell me, that's the story of my life. I mean, I feel like, you know, I keep thinking here is where we turn the corner. I did laugh because my friend. Uh, Jamie, who's married to my friend Trevor, and Trevor is, if I get all into Aggie football, then let's multiply that times a million, and that's Trevor, and she sent a picture to, of Trevor to Gully and I on Sunday morning, and she said, and well, Trevor, we got on a group text, and Trevor was like, I have questions about everything, I don't understand what's going on, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Jamie sent us a picture of Trevor from the day before, she said, in all honesty, she said, his hopes and optimism may have been a little high. And there is Trevor, bless his heart, wearing his maroon pants with A&M embroidered all over him with his maroon shirt that has A&M and the look on his face. It's just, I was like, oh, he was all of us yesterday. He was all of us. Yeah. Sitting in this well, and the, the beginning of the season, like, it, it's the most hopeful time, obviously, because yes. you just, so it is, it's tough. We play Kansas State this weekend, okay. which is going to be tough. Yeah. And but here's here's one thing I'm going to say. If we have anything going for us, it's that the game is in Starkville, Mississippi, uh, on September the what's that going to be like the 14th? Yeah, is that the right date? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, it's okay. It's going to be in Starkville, Mississippi, on September the 14th at 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's just hateful. I don't know that that humidity. No. It's, it's going to necessarily feel comfortable, but I mean, it'll be a great game. It's going to be a tough game yeah. for us, but um, anyway, it'll be fun to, to see what Well, happens. the Aggies get to bounce back with Lamar. We're going up against the mighty Lamar Cardinals, okay. so I feel like that'll be good. Um, and then we, but then we have Auburn the next week. And so I feel like everybody now is saying, okay, that's going to be our next, that's going to be a 2.30 game on CBS, and and that's our next chance to see um, how our season is going to go. I feel like that's going to kind of okay. be the tell of, of the season, because I think. Are y'all at, at Auburn or no, College we're at, Station? We're in College Station. We're at Kyle Field. So, um, okay. so that, that's helpful. Um, and we'll just, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So um, until then, I'm, I've set aside all my hopes and dreams for the season until we see how that sucker plays out. Because my thought is if we can't beat Auburn, then at that point it's a safe bet that we can't beat Alabama. We can't beat Georgia. We can't beat LSU. And so at right. that point I have to resign myself to an eight and four at best season. Right. At that point you have to decide who's going to who you're going to cheer for. Exactly. Exactly. I just need an alternate team that won't destroy my heart every single Saturday. I have to be emotionally removed. Okay, so in other this is this is college football adjacent. Okay. But you know, one of my favorite things during college football season is my my Instagram because all the girls that I've, you know, I've I've worked with over the years at school, um, there are a lot of them who are on college campuses, not to mention friends on college campuses, so I get to see what everybody's wearing wow, to the ball That's games, the best. Which is always a feat in these September games because it's really a matter of how little clothing can I wear and still be technically clothed, yes, right? Yes. Because it's it's so hot. 
So, but here's what I'm going to tell you, and this is across the board. This is from Mississippi State to Alabama to Auburn. Like this is this is Georgia. This is friends across the 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 South at their football games. I have never seen. I can only describe it. Such such an outpouring of leopard print in my life. I have never uh-huh. seen such an abundance, such a such a strong representation of leopard print in my life. Uh-huh. It is everywhere. Yeah. And I have gotten the biggest kick of seeing, I mean, you know, either it's in the booties, it's in the shorts, uh-huh. it's on the it's it's on the shirts, it's a romper, uh-huh. it's I mean it's it's everywhere. So I went to the store the other day and I was like, I'm going to find me some leopard print booties. Okay. I'm going to find okay. them. But I didn't. Okay. I oh. didn't. I, I, well, I found some at Belk, but they were kind of like a fur and it felt like a step too far okay. for me. Okay. So um, I feel like I'm going to get on that for you because I feel like I've seen lots of cute leopard print booties. I'm going to tell you what I bought myself that I have loved are some leopard print um, slip on tennis shoes. They they're, they look like Vans, okay. but they've got a little platform heel on them. Um, and I'm loving those. Those have been my like go-to little leopard. I think it's funny to me. So Gully would, well, no, she would own this. She kind of got me off of leopard. I'd always love leopard. I still love leopard, but several years ago when leopard wasn't quite as trendy as it is now, Gully made the, made the comment to me. She said, I feel like it's what old ladies wear when they're trying to look like they're trendy. And so that okay. kind of destroyed leopard for me. Like it, it broke, mm-hmm. it broke my soul a little bit. And she'll say now she apologizes profusely for saying that to me because I really took it on and she didn't know. Well, since then right. leopard has had a huge resurgence, like it's, it's everywhere. And it's interesting to me. It's funny now because I think I always have that comment running in my mind when I see the young girls, like the, you texted me a picture of your girls from school the other day and they all had on a leopard right. print top and they look darling but it's funny to me to see how much it's been embraced oh it's all Uh over school like it is in the in the in the booties in the sneakers in the tops in the hair ties it's everywhere and so but I was I was just really tickled to see like we are still finding ways to wear leopard to 115 degree football games like well, yeah. we found our lightweight leopard, which used to not be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can get a leopard shell at this point, just a, a loose mm-hmm. shell. You can get a booty, you can get a sandal. I mean, there's a great leopard print heeled block heeled sandal if you want that. Um, and the thing mm-hmm. about leopard is I will say it is really the perfect neutral because it goes with every color you can, you can mix no matter what your yes. game day school colors are. Um, now red gives me a little pause because I think red with leopard is just a lot. Of, it's a lot going on, but you can do it. I mean, that, that works. You can do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, there, there's not a color it doesn't go with. Yeah. It's so cute with maroon, with orange, with gold. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it, it is, it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I have enjoyed the leopard print resurgence. Yep. I'm going to try to embrace it more in my in my own life animal prints were super big when david and i got married and i had so much Uh of it i had every animal print iteration that ann taylor produced absolutely like you know and so i to have stepped back from it for a while i'm i I look forward to embracing it again i think it's I think it's yeah, fun. It's a good, it's a good trend. And I, I do think it works well for everybody, no matter your age. Um, I've been eyeing a pair of leopard print, like skinny jeans, and I've just 
but I can't mm-hmm. decide. I'm like, mm, that may be, that may be too much. I don't know. I just, I don't think well, it's too much. I don't know. You know, there is a picture of you and I somewhere when you and I first, I think maybe our first time to ever go to Lifeway for a meeting, which would have been what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that, mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. remembered you, I was wearing a zebra print coat. You certainly did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. You certainly did. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I loved that zebra print coat. That was back when I was still working for corporate America and I felt very rational. <laughs> You had, listen, you had a follow fact. It's exactly right. I had important business. Um, so, so that's college football. Now I'm going to tell you something that I saw that I didn't know was a thing that I'm super excited about speaking. If we, if we hearken back to our newlywed days, um, they're that, um, they're doing a mad about you revival. What? Mad about you is coming back. Yes. What? With Jamie and Paul Buckman. Yes, that is a true for real thing. They have grandchildren by now, don't they? Well, I would assume they do, but it's their whole thing. It's Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt have signed up. It's going to be mad about you 20 years later. And it's like kind of like their empty nest years. Like what is what does it look like now? I had no idea. I know. I, I stumbled upon it and I was so excited. Now, you know, last week we did not have at our house our our U-verse was down and our internet was down. I know. Tell me what on earth was happening with that. Cause that stressed me out and I don't understand why it didn't get fixed sooner than it did. Well, you know how I, I, I still don't know what happened exactly, but they just didn't. I mean, they just, they had to find us an appointment time and as soon as they could get to us was like five, six days out. Oh, God. And so, and it took them honest to goodness. It took them 15 seconds to fix it. It was some, oh some wire got crossed. Um, and, I don't, I don't know, you know, cause we were going to switch and then we didn't switch. And then we went back to UVerse and somewhere in all that, something, something that was supposed to be connected was not connected. Okay. So we had a whole week. I mean, I really felt like I needed to build a fire in the center of the living room and well, just yeah. everybody gather around for a read aloud. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was fine. Cause we have our phones and I could use my phone as a hotspot, but uh-huh. it's just slow, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, it worked out fine because I was working on book edits and you know, that's just on Microsoft word. So I was able to, I was able to plow through on that, but it was something else. Like it was just like, well, yeah, we won't be turning on the television because no. we don't have any, any channels. Huh. So I know it was, like, it, but you know what? Even David said after the fact, he said, if you had told me, you know, two years ago, hey, you're going to have a week and you're not going to be able to watch television yeah. or whatever. He said, I, it, I I don't know what I would have thought about that. But he was like, it really in the end of, at the end of the day, it really was not that big a deal. Okay. Because, you know, my thing is, I don't I don't watch a whole lot of television at this stage in my life. No, yeah, I agree. I, I want to, but I don't. Mm-hmm. And so, um. I don't know. It just, we just sort of, and you know, we had like, we had football games two different nights. It was, it was, it was kind of fun. Okay. I don't know. I wanted it to be a bigger deal than it was. Yeah. But kind of anything I needed the internet for immediately, I could use my phone for. So yeah, the phone does make a difference because you're like, okay, I still have a way that I can get on the internet if I need to. And I tend Mm -hmm. to watch, um, well, actually, no, never mind. See, that shows. I was like, well, see, and I just watch shows on my laptop. But if your internet's not working, then that doesn't work. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that was, you know, I, I, I do the same thing. I tend to watch shows on my laptop. Yeah. But I couldn't, couldn't, that was not an option. Okay. Okay. So it just was what it was a little bit. Okay. Well, you survived it and you came out of the other side and, and I did. I'm on, I'm on, 
I'm gonna make a T-shirt that says "I survived." That's right. No a great no, internet. No outage. internet. No you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now I'm super excited because we are going to be in Amarillo this weekend. We certainly are. We are going to be in Amarillo, Texas. We're doing a benefit with our friends Jamie Golden and Knox McCoy and Aaron Moon um, for Amarillo Angels in Amarillo. I think we're actually going to be in Canyon for yes. the actual event. Yes, I think that's I have. Correct. I have never been to that part of Texas ever in my life. Okay. Um, Here's what people tell me that it's windy, uh, mm-hmm. and that that you there there is a certain a certain cow related smell that comes at you pretty steadily. Yeah. that you get used to. Yeah. Is that, accurate? that is very accurate. That is very accurate. When you drive through certain towns in that part of Texas, um, you definitely get a smell where there is no doubt that there is livestock among you. Um, it's, okay. It's, it's different. It's, it, you know, Texas is so, because it is so big, it's like you have all these different, it's like you've got six different climates all rolled into one state. And so um, that part of Texas really is the driest part of Texas. Um, but they also have a real winter up there, which we don't down here in San Antonio. Okay. So I'm up, I'm up there. That's where yeah, I am. You're up. You're, I wish I could do what my friend Height does. Who's from Pampa, who, who, uh, is, is close by all that and do like, he kind of makes a Texas with his, with his hand, the shape of Texas. Okay. And then he'll point to you okay. and it's kind of right below the panhandle, you know, the frying pan handle, you've kind of got, there mm-hmm. you are. Like that's, that's kind of where you're going to be off to the West. And so it's dry. I will tell you this, it's going to be dry. It'll be a dry heat is what I'm going to tell you. What would be like, if I kept going across back toward Alabama, what would be even with it? I mean, not that I can't look at a map on my computer, well, I, yeah. but it would be, I, but hold on. I'm trying to think. Well, it's, it's, it's so it's actually if you were to go across it's not it's a little bit above Birmingham yeah Yeah. it's kind of like North Alabama on the on the latitude side you're up there you're up there so really it's I didn't know it was that close to Oklahoma I had no I I I was thinking more New Mexico close I wasn't thinking Mm -hmm. Oklahoma like being the next state yeah you're right there I mean so really you're almost you're almost parallel with maybe like Nashville if you were to start to go across, Nashville might be a little higher yeah. up, but yeah. Hey y'all, it's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about simple contacts. Listen, there are a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses should not be one of them and simple contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. So if you're on your couch, you can reorder your contacts. If you're in an airport, you can reorder your contacts. If you're at your office, guess what? You can reorder your contacts. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. It's so simple, y'all. The simple contacts vision test is self-guided. It takes less than five minutes. It takes so much less time than if you have to make an appointment and get to the eye doctor, take time off, sit in the waiting room, This test is designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test. So you can skip the office visit, but not the care. The reviews for Simple Contacts speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store. And you can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person if you need some help. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you don't have to shop around. And the vision test is only $20. Plus, the contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we have a special promotion for our listeners of the big 
BooCast. Y'all, I did not understand how this could work, but sure enough, I stood right here in my office. I took a vision test. Somebody looked over that vision test. They confirmed my prescription and my contacts were on the way. Really is a time saver. So for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order, so all you have to do, you go to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20 or use the promo code bigboo20 at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash bigboo2020 or enter the promo code bigboo20 at checkout for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order. Now, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. Simple Contacts will only test that your current prescription helps you to see 2020. They don't write new prescriptions. They don't examine eye health. But this is a great way to make sure that your prescription is accurate and to renew your contact lens orders. I'm a fan. Okay, so several people have emailed to let me know after we talked about it on the previous podcast mm-hmm. episode that there's a Torchy's Taco in Amarillo. Praise Jesus. There's a Torchy's Taco. I cannot wait. I have to say, like, I'm super excited to be with Knox and Jamie and Aaron, and I'm super excited about that. I'm most excited to see you try Torchy's Queso. I think if there's going to be a oh. highlight for me this weekend, it's to get to be with you when you experience it. Okay. I'm so excited. We're going to go straight there after I pick you up from the airport if we okay. can. Done, done. And I'm going to tell you what else we need. So we, we've got to get the queso. Torchy's tacos to me are okay. Some people love Torchy's tacos. I think they're fine. I prefer their Baja shrimp taco of all the Torchy's tacos. And, and I think okay. it's fine. But I also live somewhere where you can get a really good taco pretty much on any corner that you want. Right. Um, so I'm kind of a taco snob. I'm going to tell you, to me, the Torchy standouts are the queso. And okay. then they have this green avocado salsa. Oh, that, that will, is that right up my uh-huh. alley. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that I've already thought. I'm like, oh, you're going to love the green. Because their regular salsa is good, but that green avocado salsa, mm, game changer. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. So we're going to we're gonna be there Friday and Saturday, and then we'll come home Sunday. Yes. But it's kind of the longest little stretch. I mean, we really haven't had a stretch like that. I mean, we of course, we were in Oklahoma together. but. Yeah. The last time we were with Knox and Jamie and all them together was last year when we were in Chicago for the live show. So it's been about a year since we have been both together in person with Knox and Jamie and Aaron, which was always a great time. It's always a good time. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm wondering too, if, if because we're all staying in the same place, I'm wondering if you and Jamie are not going to have some kind of meeting of the mind slash summit on beauty products. If it's really, if we're not going to have really a breakdown, mm-hmm. the likes of which we have never witnessed before with y'all together. I feel like the Lord could really use that time yeah. um, to, to, to help all of us. I, I really do believe that I'm going to believe big things for that time. I feel good about it. I mean, I feel like it's going to be a time that maybe I need to make sure that my Sephora account is up and ready to go. Like, mm-hmm, cause I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to get talked into ordering some stuff and, and I hope mm-hmm. that I will. I have recently discovered, and I know you've talked about them extensively, but I am using a trio of Sunday Riley products right now that uh, I feel are mm. the most game changing products. Mm. I feel like yes. I have gone through a season of, you know, trying to find, maybe less expensive products to use. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've gone through a season of trying to be maybe more mindful about 
how much I'm spending on my skincare. I'm going to say sure. Sunday Riley just changed all that for me. Yeah. You just, just blow it out the water. I and mean, I, it's just it, whatever it works yeah. like a, like a charm. You get, you get one face and I'm going with mm-hmm. what works because the Sunday mm-hmm. Riley, I will say, and I, all the reviews said it and I was kind of like, eh, because everybody promises you, but I'm like, it to me has already made a noticeable difference to my skin. Um, in a million different ways. So I, um, I have to say I'm a fan. So I'm going to need to talk to Jamie about that and see what her thoughts are. So you've got the linen oil, the vitamin C serum, and what else are you using? And the good genes, which is like their plastic acid. And so what I had read, so here's my regimen. So I use the vitamin C in the morning before I put on anything else. Like I rinse my face, I put on the vitamin C and then I do my sunscreen and all that. Um, and then I, oh, well, and I also have started using per Jamie Golden, this ice roller that she suggested that we buy on Amazon that I keep in the freezer and I roll my face after the vitamin C with that freezing ice roller because it wakes uh-huh. my face up. Okay. Uh, so. Which by the way, in your late forties, waking up your face is a real thing. Oh. It's a, it's a real thing. There is just, you just cannot go into the world really with what you're working with right after you pop out of bed. (laughs) No, you can't. You've got to, you got to get some, some color and some life back into that skin. Mm -hmm. You need to give your Mm -hmm. eyes a chance to resituate themselves up where eyes are supposed to be. It's like a, (laughs) it's like a whole thing. So, and then in the, in the evening, I put on the vitamin C and then after a little while, like I, I wait, like, and then right before I go to bed, I do the Luna oil. And then I had read that after you do the Luna oil, let it soak in for just a little bit, like five minutes. And then I put the good genes lactic acid on top of that. And it makes okay. like this deep penetrating mask that mm. is like resurfacing your skin and mm. helping mm. with fine lines. And I'm just going to say it is something. Well, I, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I always, anytime there's a new skincare revelation for you, it's uh-huh. it's really a blessing for all of us. So it, I'm yeah, it I'm feels, delighted. Well, and it gave me the freedom. I don't think we've talked. We haven't had a podcast since this. It gave me the freedom. So I spent Labor Day weekend. I painted my bathroom cabinets. Yes, I did. Um, and so, but before I painted the bathroom cabinets, I went through and cleaned everything out and it gave me the freedom to get rid of some beauty products that I have, that I have tried that it have not worked for me and that it was time to give up and say, I'm not going to use those anymore. Well, as I, as I have mentioned before, the Lord is always doing a new thing. And so you have put off the old man, you have put off the, the, the products that treated the old man and you were, you were walking in, in, in the newness of, um, the Sunday Riley regimen. And that's that right. is, that's an encouragement. Well, and I, I'm so I've, and I've also ordered a new product that I have high hopes for, and I will report back when I get it. Cause I don't have it yet, but it, I got sucked into, um, Tula has a new product that is the brightening and cooling eye balm that oh. supposedly infuses the, your under eye area with some hyaluronic acid and also has a brightening and a cooling thing. And I just, my eyes lately, I don't know if it's because the heat or because I'm 48 years old or whatever. The heat. It's the heat. It's the heat. This morning when I walked in my bathroom and my eyes looked as if they were recessed into my skull, it was the heat. It was the heat. That's what it was. 
it's, it has nothing to do with age. I'm sure it's just. Mm-mm, no. Uh-uh, well, no. I say that because when we got home, so Caroline had another afternoon soccer game on Sunday afternoon at one o'clock at the same time with the 45 minute halves. And that one was really the one that did me in. Like I looked at Perry at halftime and I said, I'm not going outside again until it's colder. I said, like, I'm done. Right. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm angry. I've had enough. This is ridiculous. I'm so tired of this feeling of being hot. And I came home and I immediately took a shower because I felt so disgusting. And I had gotten, and I hadn't used them yet, but in one of my FabFitFun boxes I had gotten, they were called, they're black under eye charcoal activated patches for your under yes, eye Yes, I've gotten, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I have those in a drawer. And I hadn't opened them up yet. And I, mm-hmm. something about, I was like my eyes in this heat and I just need to feel <laughs> cool. And I rolled my face with my ice roller and then I put those black patches on under my eye and looked like a football player and just laid there on the couch. And I thought this is all I've ever needed. Like my eyes needed to recover from the heat. So, um, but I will say I like those black um, under eye patches. They're, they're good. I felt like it made a noticeable difference to my under eye area. Well, I'm going to tell you that the other night I, I was bemoaning my upcoming birthday that is really, really upon us. Yes. Um, with one of the moms from school. And I, 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 my point is, I feel like they're just universally some things we're all going to experience. And so I'm grateful for cosmetic products that make us feel like we really can push this thing back a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, um, or the heat, whichever, you know, whichever the real culprit is, age or the heat. Yeah, well, it could um, be either one. I, I, I mean, just you hear people all the time. Do you need I, to fight the signs all, of the all heat? All we can do is can, we can continue to fight. We've just got to continue to fight. <laughs> yep, yep. That's all you can do. I, um, I have not tried anything new. Okay. Uh, I did go into Sephora the other day and I was like, I, to look at, I wanted to look at perfume, uh-huh. but I ended right back up. I ended up going to a department store and getting, and doing Joe Malone again. I just, it's okay. such a delicate thing, a perfume. It's just, it's hard to think about wearing something new and, um, and you don't know how the smell is going to affect you, yes. you know, once you have to live with it for hours. And so I've, I just went back to, to, our good friend Joe Malone. I okay. feel like Woods Agency Salt is a is my fall go to. Yeah. At this point, and so I just it's I a, went with that. It's a good one. It's a good one, and it's supposedly it's what Meghan Markle wears. And so you know, my whole philosophy is if it's good enough for Meghan, it's good enough for me. If if it's good enough for Megan, it absolutely is good enough for you. Now, did you see that Kate got some highlights? I did, Kate. I'm going to tell you that when she uh-huh. took Charlotte to school. She really is looking like her best self right now. Like she is trim. Mm-hmm. She is fit. She had, she had kind of gotten a couple of inches, I think, cut off her hair. Um, she had more of a center part working than she normally has. And yes. she had some highlights yes. and she looked tanned and rested. I was like, good for you, Kate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She looked like she'd come out on the other side of something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She did. Like she, she looked like maybe she had... She she'd experienced some victory in some area of her routine. Yes. I don't know. She looked she looked she great. looked refreshed. Now, tell us what's the update on your hair. We've talked about this a couple of different times. I feel yeah. like on Patreon and then on a regular episode. But what's the update? Where are you right now? Because you're like three weeks out. I'm three weeks with, out. With the new haircut. Um, I really like it. I I don't know. I I'm still on the fence. Like I'm like, am I am I growing it back out? I think I'll stay somewhere in this length range. I don't know that I'll let it grow all the way back out. Um, okay. Um, 
I'm still figuring out because it's funny to me, like I, I have to style it different ways. Like I'm still trying to figure out like the best way. And I think that what I've come up with is that I use a straightener on the ends to get the ends super straight. And then right. I use a curling iron to give it a little bit of bend in the middle. So it kind of gives it just a, like a bedhead tasseled look. The problem is, mm-hmm. is in this heat and humidity, I feel like I'm not going to really, I'd like it. Let me say that, but I'm going to say it's so dang hot right now. And, and so mm-hmm. a ponytail doesn't look as good as it did when it was long. And all I want to do is still put it, get it up off my neck, you know, cause it's so okay. hot. Um, and it doesn't stay long. Like when you're out in the heat, it doesn't stay long, but I will say it's so much easier and it still feels, I mean, I really like it. So I'm still happy with my, okay. with my lob. Um, and I, okay. I, yeah. I, I can't wait to see it in person. Well, and I did get, and I feel like this is going to be a game changer. I got a new, I've been wanting to try it for a long time and I finally did it. So it's Orbe, but it's their heat styling serum. Is that what it's called? Heat okay. Styling spray. Anyway, apparently JLo uses it. And there again. Well, if it's good enough for JLo, my friends. That's right. I mean, let's see who, who are we going to look to for our hair needs. And so I ordered a little trial size, like a small bottle of it off of Amazon to try it. And I sprayed that in my hair yesterday. And I was like, oh, this is a game changer. Like it, okay, it just, it gets rid of any kind of frizz or flyaways. And it just gives you this real smooth, sleek look. And I, I'm going to tell you this, this is what it's like having a teenage daughter. It's the tiniest little bottle like that you can't even see. And after I used it, I thought this actually would do really well on Caroline's hair because hers tends to be um, more frizzy than mine. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so Caroline went into the bathroom last night and she was getting ready for something and she was blow drying her hair. And I said, Hey, I got this new, this heat styling serum. You may want to try it. She goes, Oh yeah, I already found it. It's in my hair right now. And I'm like, how? Okay. She can sniff mm-hmm. out a new product, you know, right. like it's radar. It is. It's radar. I'm like, it hadn't been in our house mm-hmm. less than 20, I mean, 24 hours, not even. And she was like, oh yeah, I already found it. I, I used it. It's in my hair. And I do have to say it made her hair look really good. Well, okay. So what's it called? It's Orbe. I'm going to make sure. Hold on. It's Orbe heat styling spray. Hold on. Or is it serum? It's a spray. You actually spray it on your hair. Um, okay. Heat. Hold on, heat styling spray is what it is. Um, and I will tell you this, oh, Royal Blowout Heat Styling Spray. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you this, I'm going to give you this. So I bought a little tiny bottle and we'll see how long it lasts me. I bought 1.7 ounces for $22. Um, I'm, oh, uh-huh. I'm okay. going to tell you that if you get the six ounce one, mm-hmm. it's going to run you 70 American dollars. Oh my word. I know. I know. <sighs> I know. It's ridiculous. But everybody seems to say, all the reviews say, if you're going to splurge, this is what you get. And a small bottle lasts forever. So we'll see. Well, yeah. If you can use that small bottle, you know, that'll at least make you feel better exactly. about it. Exactly. $22. <laughs> at least... It's only $22. It's going to make you feel much better than spending 70 something dollars on, on a hair care product. Yeah. yeah. So, but you only need a couple of little sprays because your hair could get really greasy really fast, but I do think it's really good. So, um, clearly based on this whole podcast, I've been trying some new things in my beauty regimen. I'm adding some, as I tend to do in the fall. Yes. I was going to say, it's almost like your birthday. You always go like, you know what, let's shake it up Mm -hmm, a little bit. mm -hmm. Let's just shake it up a little bit and get some new yeah. things. Um, now, you know, I'm always, well, I used to always be on the lookout 
for new music, I used to always, you know, I would always like to add new things to my playlist and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I've just kind of stopped. I don't really know. It's like, I don't know where to look for music anymore. Okay. Like I, I don't, I don't really love a lot of what's on the radio right now. Like I finally sort of hit my limit with a lot of that sound. So this past weekend I was, I was like, I need to listen to, I need to listen to something uplifting. I was, I was in my car and I, I just wanted to listen to stuff that did not frustrate me in any way uh-huh. that was maybe had some hope attached to it. Let me tell you that our, our, our friend who is not really our friend, but I'm going to call him our friend, our friend, David Crowder, apparently put out a new album. I didn't even know about it. I didn't even, I didn't even, because I'm, I'm not keeping up with things. He put out a a new album last year and I'm going to tell you, it is so weird and great. Like, okay, (laughs) it is. Like it is, but I mean, obviously it's, it's Christian music, but it's so bizarre and great and thought provoking and, and not at all. Like I sent Alex the first song yesterday because I was like, you need to hear how the beat drops out of this. Here's what I'm telling you. It is not anything. I mean, it, some of the songs definitely have that folksy sort of Americana feel that he does so well. But some of the songs are like, he was like, let's try a new thing. Yeah. I'm telling yes. you, it, 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 it is fantastic. It's called, I know a ghost. Oh. Um, and, and it's the first song. It's like, Oh my word. It's so good. But it's, but the whole thing is, is a delight and an encouragement. So Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there since I've become so bad. I listen. All I do is listen at this point in my life. I listen to John Mayer. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah I listen yeah. to Ben Rector. Yeah. And so um, anyway, I, I just wanted to, to point okay. out this new project that he put out last year because I did not know about it. No, um, I didn't either. And it's really fun, really fun okay. and really beautiful. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to look for that. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. You're that welcome. Flew totally under the radar. Totally under the radar. Okay. I just don't, I don't check for things. You know what I mean? Like every no. we use Apple music, I just kind of go through and find songs that I have liked in the past or albums I've liked in the past. I don't look for a lot of new stuff unless I know that somebody has an album coming out. And yeah. so anyway, it was fun to find. Okay. Okay. Well, and I feel like it's one of those that if something comes out and it's really good, you hear about it. You know, I always assume, oh, I'll hear Mm -hmm. about it somewhere. Somebody will post about it or whatever, but Mm -hmm. um, okay. Well, I had no idea. I don't know how that, that flew totally under the radar. I know. I know. So I just, I wanted to mention it so that if any, it flew under anybody else's radar, they could look at it. Listen, and it's really different. It's really different. So, So I don't know that it's for everybody, but I think it's for me. So okay. there you have it. Well, that's mm-hmm. all that matters, isn't that? Um, anything else going on with y'all this week? Anything happening? No, just getting ready to go. We have back to school night going on tomorrow night. And so um, we'll be doing that. And then um, just getting ready to go to Amarillo, figuring out what I've got to pack for that is always a thing. Um and then, but we have no soccer this weekend. It's a good weekend. I'm like, it, it's a good weekend to be in Amarillo because we have no soccer. So I'm missing no soccer. A&M's playing Lamar. So there's not a game that I'm mm-hmm. going to feel stressed out about. Um, so that's really it. I mean, I kind of feel like we're September. I've, I feel like we, we've gotten past the first. I knew this first half 
or these first three weeks or four weeks of the school year, whatever it is now was going to be really chaotic. Like just cause we had soccer, mm-hmm. like every weekend, all weekend tournaments and out of town and all this stuff. But I feel like now we're on the other side and we'll kind of settle into maybe a little more normalcy. What about y'all? Uh, I'm just getting ready for Amarillo. And, um, of course, because I'm in Amarillo, I will miss our high school football game Friday night, which I don't love to do, but this is for good cause. And I, that we had a JV game last night. So I got to see Alex play last night and, um, I don't know nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm traveling a little bit. I'm traveling this weekend and the next weekend. And then I feel like we'll sort of settle in to the fall because okay. so, I don't have, I don't have much at all. Not, not a whole yeah. lot of travel for, yeah. for speaking stuff. So yeah, I've managed to, yeah, I've managed to, like, I'm sitting here looking at my calendar cause I was like, am I forgetting anything? And I'm going to tell you that I have Tuesday, October 1st, I have oil change marked down on my calendar. Okay. So, <laughs> what that tells me is I've become my dad. And I don't have a lot going got that on. Thing, <laughs> uh, got that thing mapped out. Got it planned. Oil change. Listen, handle it. Handle <gasps> that oil change. Uh, and I think the only reason I really have that is because Perry told me like six months ago, hey, you need to put oil change in your calendar so you quit forgetting to get your oil changed on a regular basis. So, Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, in, a couple of Saturdays ago, I got my oil changed and got my car washed on the same Saturday morning and really felt like I had done as much as I was going to do and for the for the rest of 2019. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It, Hello, everybody. I know I need to finish editing a book, but I just got my oil changed and got my car washed. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. There was a day last week where, you know, we had the car battery died and or my car battery died. And so within like a 24 hour period, I went one day because I had to get I got these new I got new rims and tires put on my car. So I had to go to discount tire and to brake check to have it all aligned afterwards. And then 12 hours later, I had to go get a new battery. And I was like there again. I was like, I've never been more of a grown up than the fact that I just did all this within a 24 hour period. Seriously. New tires is always when I feel like I am officially a grown up. <laughs> I, oh God, that's the most boring way to spend money I know of. It is. Well, and I'll tell you, these were tires that we already had. So we didn't have to buy new tires. They were tires we already had, but Perry decided that they needed to go on my car because he might want to use my car some during hunting season this year. Okay. Um, How did you already have tires just sitting around? <laughs> I'm just that's how I'm just following the natural progression of the conversation. That's how, and I'm just going to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, because we're always you prepared. Just, we're hashtag always prepared. So you just picked them up on a sale or something? No, he well, he had bought them on sale at some point because he bought them for Caroline's car. So last hunting season, he used Caroline's car. We had bought her a car early on so she could practice driving and learn how to drive on the car she would be driving. So he bought these big tires for hers, these all-terrain for her car. Um, And then ultimately what we decided is it made her car harder to handle. And you know what you don't want a 16-year-old's car to be harder to handle. And so he quickly, after hunting season got passed and she started driving that car on a more regular basis, he was like, I'm putting other tires on this. So he took those tires off, put new tires on hers. We had these other tires sitting here. And I'm so, I'm, if you, my mouth is hanging (laughs) open right now. You had just a spare set of tires sitting around. Just, yeah. 
Yeah. All devil may careish. That's right. Just, mm -hmm. that's just some backups. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And now we have another set of tires because we took the ones off of my car that are more street tires and put these more like all terrain tires on my car. So we still have a set of tires sitting around. We have a spare set of tires. And where are you keeping? Are they in the? Um, well, don't tell that. I would. Ha- I would hate no. to subject you to thievery. That they are because not I would on, imagine. Yeah, they are not okay. on our property. Is what I'm going to tell you. Okay, that's the benefit okay. of the ranch. Is that becomes a store all? Okay. Perry Shankle has all manner of things that are stored about 45 minutes south of town that I don't know about and I don't want to know about. Sure. So. Oh, but listen, listen. When when we all find out <laughs> in some way, that's. That's the next hit NPR podcast. Like when that story is told, we will all be riveted. Mm -hmm. You need need tires. We got them. (laughs) Perry has a good friend that he has worked with for years. um, Who's an older gentleman. And he'll call Perry from time to time. And he'll say things like this. Hi, bud. I just found out so-and-so's got a sale on. You can get 16 Yeti coolers for the price of eight. That's that kind of, and they'll both decide together, this is a good time. If you can get 16 Yeti coolers for the price of eight, then you probably ought to go ahead and do that. So how many coolers do you think are at the range? Seriously. I'm going to tell you based on the number that I know are at my house, I don't even want to know how many are at the ranch. Okay. Oh. I'm going to tell this you, if, if, me. if one cooler is good, then I'm going to tell you that 64 are better. Is That's pretty much okay. my philosophy. And you don't know what kind of size of cooler you're going to need. You don't know how industrial right. you need that cooler to be. You, you just don't know. So you've got to be prepared. Okay, I have another question. And then I promise okay. I'll quit talking. No, uh-uh. how, how many flashlight type devices do you think <gasps> there are on your on, on, at your house and and also on the ranch, how many fl- how many devices that can be illuminated with batteries or LEDs mm-hmm. are on your property? I'm going to say the over under on that is 258. That's okay. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you that the other day when I was cleaning out. So when I started cleaning out the bathroom cabinet, I then went into the laundry room and started cleaning out, and I cleaned out of one bin. I think we had 14 LED headlamps, like that you could wear. Okay. Um, I currently carry a flashlight in my purse at all times. And anytime I travel, Mm -hmm. Perry asked me if I put a flashlight in my suitcase. I have a flashlight that plugs into my car that stays in like my cigarette lighter in my car in case that, because you never know when you're going to need illumination. That is a Perry Shankle creed. You you never know when you're going to need extra illumination. Okay. So here's, here's where I want us to go with this because there's just not enough time. Yes. I, I want to, I want a whole episode. I want, I want at some point, if you could just ask Perry, if he were to construct an emergency kit. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to know what goes into that. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I, I want to know his, his thoughts about specifics. I feel like this could really be, Perry's going to have legacy in a lot of ways, <laughs> but I feel like this could really be a way he impacts the internet. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is something that could could really ripple in mm-hmm. some yeah some unexpected life-giving ways yeah so I'll, I'll I'll find out I'll ask him that question this week and I'll get okay. back to you but I I'm going to tell you that flashlights and headlamps are key um really okay. headlamps being key because sometimes you can't hold extra illumination while you're trying to no. do something else you need to be hands-free no. 
So, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. yeah, we have a lot of that kind of stuff and that's, you know, and his friend, the one that I was telling you about his elderly his older gentleman friend, um, did stop by the house just one day this summer. And he brought, uh, two flashlights apiece, um, for Caroline and I, because he had found them on sale and he just thought we might need them. Well, we may need to talk to him. We may, (laughs) we may need, that may be, that may be worth setting up an interview. I, because I so don't operate in this way, uh-huh. I don't have anything that Perry would say that I need. No. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, um, I don't operate with nearly enough fear yeah. and, and awareness. <laughs> and um, I'm fascinated by it. Uh-huh. Like, on a deep level, I need to know so much more. Yeah, you really do. I'm just going to tell you, he mm-hmm. would be so disappointed. He's disappointed in me on a daily basis in terms of my <laughs> lack of unpreparedness. That's a constant theme in our marriage is is his continual disappointment and how little prepared I am for any kind of emergency yes. situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I can't wait to revisit this. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll bookmark okay. this one. Okay. Well, as always, we've had the best time being with y'all and we hope that whoever your team is, it's a good weekend for them coming up yes, this, this next weekend. And we will be back soon and we'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Is your hair down by any chance? Um, no, I actually have it clipped up. Okay. There's, some, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's something that's I super scratchy. because it's, it's Mabel right here. Mabel, no. Sit down. Lay down. Okay. Mabel, okay. no. Lay down. <laughs> She's pawing at me. And so I was trying to pet her, but I think maybe me petting her was what you were hearing. That was scratchy. Okay. I'm sorry.